Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach. Now, they call me the queen of predictable sales results. Well, because the easy formulas I share create sustainable, predictable results for my clients. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy Show, because this show is all about inspiration not just in demystifying the client acquisition process known as sales, but also in peering through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to help people feel comfortable with sharing their thoughts, as well as creating a safe space, which allows the opportunity for deep connection and transformation. So I'm super excited to introduce Angela Jordan. Now, after years of working in the corporate and nonprofit worlds, Angela became a life coach in 2014, focused on helping people find what makes them happy, whole, and fulfilled. Now, through her work, then as a career coach, she realized that people need help before they reach the point of leaving their job or finding a career coach. Now, in 2022, she's focused on helping employees and employers keep their sanity. She now helps companies keep their best people by empowering employees to feel focused, confident, and productive. Angela helps employees modify their behaviors, reframe their mindset so it's more positive and action-oriented, get their confidence back, address mental health issues, communicate more effectively, and address emotional health issues. Well, welcome, Angela. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Thank you so much for having me, Wendy. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, absolutely. And I just love how you're helping employers and employees enjoy that work-life balance, um, you know, much more. So I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. I'm excited to talk about it. All right. Well, top of mind question for me always is what prompted you or inspired you to start your own coaching practice? Well, um, it all started for me um, really back in 2013. Um, I had up to that point been working jobs in marketing and public relations, communications, and it seemed like every job I was in just didn't 100% fit. And I would look at the people around me and think, well, they like their job. They, they are good at this. What's, what's wrong with me? Why can't I fit in? Right. And oh, I <laughs> you know, can't be happy. Right. right. What's wrong with me? <laughs> exactly. You start to internalize those things after a while. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I also dealt with um, depression and anxiety for most of my adult life. So that mm. helped in the decision as well. Um, But in May of 2013, I was in a corporate marketing job 
and was doing very well. Uh, they liked me a lot. I was doing great work, but mm -hmm. it was killing me. Basically it was mm -hmm. high stress, very fast pace. Right. And I just realized, you know, this is, this is, I can't do this anymore. Wow. So I left the corporate world and decided, okay, it's time to figure out what purpose is. You know, it's not just the next career. What, what is it that I was really put on earth here to do? And I saw a life coach and realized pretty quickly that I wanted to be a coach as well. Oh, okay. um, and so I started um, a certification process in November of 2013 and was certified in June of 2014. Mm -hmm. And I was off to the races. Wow. Yeah, that's that takes a lot of courage to just honor the fact that, hey, this is not my fit, you know, being right. in this position for this corporation. I mean, you were successful. You were delivering. You were performing. You know, mm -hmm. you were getting that paycheck, that quote unquote security, all the benefits, you know, and everyone else around you seemed to be fine with it but it was it, you're creating this inner turmoil uh, it sounds like and so wow you took that leap of faith and and honored your own you know well-being so yeah I love yeah. that I love thank that thank you thank you yeah so and I know that you said 2014 is when you got certified and and as I was bringing you into the into the show I, I mentioned you know career coach life coach so can you clarify just how your business has evolved? Absolutely. So when I first uh, became a life coach, I wasn't sure exactly what direction I wanted to go, but I knew I wanted to help people who had been in the same situations that I had been in. Mm -hmm. uh, people who kind of felt stuck in their career, maybe a little muddy, you know, they're not really 100% sure what's, what's next. They need a little clarity. Um, most of the time it, you know, warranted just a, a shot in the arm, just a little bolster of confidence. Mm -hmm. um, and so I recognized that uh, about myself and I wanted to help people who were going through some of the same things that I had. So I became a career coach and that's pretty much where I landed um, from 2014 to just this last year. So mm -hmm. Um, I realized through my work as a career coach that um, people would really love the help or people really need the help while they're still at the company <laughs> before right. they reach the point where they want to call a career coach and figure something else out. Mm -hmm. um, so I was hired a couple of years ago by a local company and they wanted me to work with one of their employees who um, just basically needed to get rid of some head trash, <laughs> just, you know, right, needed to, right. to throw out the head trash, um, needed to, you know, have a bit of confidence, uh, eliminate some of the blocks that were keeping him from succeeding, um, a little bit of behavior modification. Um, and I realized how much I really loved doing that. So I decided to shift to that kind of work um, in January of this, of this year. And so now I'm really focusing on helping teams and employees inside companies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just really dialing in a zeroing in lasering in whatever word you want to use on, on where that real roadblock, uh, exists mm -hmm. and what's keeping people from stepping into 
that, you know, sense of ease and fulfillment about whatever they're doing. So yeah, Absolutely. I love that. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, uh, I know that making the transition into coaching was, you know, a big leap of faith. And it sounds like the, the path of finding that, you know, alignment with who you are really um, enjoying the work, you know, working with has been uh, a journey of discovering that as well. But have there been any, you know, big roadblocks or challenges that have come up along the way that you've had to overcome? You know, that's an interesting question. Just about everyone around me was very supportive from the get go. Uh, my husband, rare. my parents. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Usually they it? want to be helpful and, and tell you, what are you doing? Yeah. You're crazy. You've yeah. lost your brain. <laughs> right, right. Um, well, that's great. That you had a cheerleader section. <laughs> I did. I did have a really good cheerleader section. Good. I think most of the roadblocks were probably inside my head. Um, ah. Just, you know, can I do this? <laughs> Those um, little voices. Yeah, I know. They became know. big voices. They did. They did. Um, so, you know, once I went through my coaching program that addressed a lot of those voices and mm-hmm. um, blocks to success, basically. And um, I realized through that process that, you know, it really doesn't serve anyone to play small. It, you know, you really do need to step into your talent and use it to help people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I love that. doesn't serve anyone to play small. That is, that is a great quote. That's a bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing that one down. doesn't serve Thank anyone you. to play small. So can you share maybe a technique that you utilize to help squelch those limiting beliefs that kept chirping? Yes. Um, So something that I have dealt with quite a few times in the last few years is imposter syndrome. Mm. And it's, uh, you know, if if people aren't familiar with it, it's basically the feeling that you're a fraud and that someone anytime is going to find out that you really don't know what you're doing and, you know, kick you out or fire you or. Right. Or, and of course, you know, this is all false information appearing real, right? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. It is. Imposter absolutely. syndrome is just the, you know, your brain playing its, its uh, game on trying to keep you quote unquote safe. So, okay, mm-hmm. continue. Just wanted to yeah. clarify. So um, dealing with that imposter syndrome, I have to remind myself, you know, I do have the credentials to be a coach. I do have the experience to do this. I have succeeded in the past. Um, It is, uh, you know, anytime those voices come into my head, anytime those, you know, limiting beliefs come in or the head trash, I have to stop and, okay, that's fine. You know, I, I acknowledge the thought, just kind of let it pass, but then reaffirm with, you know, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I have been certified. I do have the experience. Mm-hmm. I have had success before and people do hire me. So, you know, that speaks for itself. Right. Yes. To just really focus on or re, uh, like you said, reaffirm the, the evidence that supports the fact that you are an expert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's great. Yeah. I love that. That is awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And, you. you know, Angela, you're obviously an expert at empowering employees to be focused, confident, and productive. But I'm curious, how do you feel about the client enrollment or, you know, the sales part of being in business? Now, this is a very different skill set. Uh, do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business? I do, uh, as a matter of fact. Um, and having come from a marketing background, yeah, I certainly, uh, it helped immensely in mm -hmm. marketing my business. But the actual um, sales portion, the ask, the, uh, you know, can I have your money mm. is still really tricky for me. Mm. Um, even, mm -hmm. uh, even though I've had success, it's still, it's, you know, I don't know if it's a, a, a scarcity thing or if it's just, I feel like, oh, I'm really putting them out if I ask for the money. Mm. Um, so I still have, I still have a little bit of a, a, a tricky relationship with sales. Right, right. And that's, and thank you for differentiating marketing and sales and the fact that you, I mean, gosh, you know, you're a rock star at marketing and, and here, you know, selling or the sales component, you know, puts you off your, you know, your, your confidence, your strength a little bit. So thank you for right. bringing that to focus as well. But you're definitely not alone in having that feeling around, oh, you know, I'm asking for, you know, more than they can afford, or, you know, I'm asking for so much money or, you know, that kind of thing, just focusing on the money. And um, I'd love to give you a little bit of insight around that if you'd like. Oh, I'd love it. Please do. Okay. So here's the thing that, that happens, especially when we have those not so helpful inner voices that are still going along for the ride and, you know, wake up every now and then. Um, those limiting beliefs is what I'm referring to when we're, when a lot of people are in that, um, enrollment conversation, you know, with a potential client and obviously, you know, well, you and I haven't talked in terms of what exactly that enrollment conversation includes, but typically it's, it's finding out what's going on for the person that's creating the frustrations or concerns and what ideally they'd like to achieve, you know, and to see if it's a good match for exactly what you offer. And then you present, you know, the, okay, well, I have a, you know, I have a plan we can, you know, I can support you with that so that you can gain X, Y, Z and, and become ABC. And um, then all of a sudden when it comes to, and the level investment is, and then I'll, you know, we're like, you know, that choking sensation or something. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, where did that come from? And, and what happens is suddenly you've, you've had this out of body experience and you've removed yourself from your potential client. And you're just focusing on this dollar symbol, you know, in, in your relationship with that dollar symbol and what that amount of money means to you. And so it's complete like detachment. And so what I recommend to all my clients is as you are, um, you know, at some point in rolling into the offer, you know, how you're presenting the way that you team up with a potential client is speak to the outcomes of, of your work, not 
you know, of course you have to include the nitty gritty in the process. Okay, this, you know, what we're going to do is go through, I've got this pro, you know, process, I've got this methodology, I've got, you know, worksheets, we do five sessions or whatever's included, you know, the nitty gritty of the house, mm -hmm. but then land back into the outcome. Mm -hmm. And the key phrase is so that, so that you can now, you know, when you go to work, you're going to have this sense of ease because you'll know exactly how to blank. And when your boss does this, you're not going to worry about your performance because it will, and whatever the outcomes mm -hmm. of your work are, as well as, now this is key, to have discussed or illuminate how that really feels now on a day-to-day -day basis. The, mm -hmm. What's the value of now feeling confident, focused, and productive? you know, versus kind of Indiana Jones running from the ball, right? <laughs> I know. Right. And then on Friday evening, you know, the end of a, a work week, instead of feeling beat up and burnt out, you're like feeling great. Hey, man, mm -hmm. that was a great week. You know, what's the value of that? Right. Week after week. After week. And when you can land in the value and the outcome, then, you know, the, the level investment to work with me is whatever it is, is suddenly now it's all relative. You know, does that, does that help? Yeah, that, that makes complete sense. And it's not the first time that I've heard that. So um, it needs to stay with me in my brain this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we tend to put ourselves in the focal point of that dollar symbol because, you know, it's really about, oh, they're working with me and I'm taking their money and it's about, but it's not about you. You're the medium, you're the conduit, you are the um, conduit for them to achieve this new life. So, so anyway, hopefully that'll help move the needle for you a little bit. And uh, be sure to let me know how that lands for you in, in the real life version of this. So yeah, I absolutely will. And, you know, interesting thought just crossed my mind, you know, for employees, employers, this whole world, um, you know, we're just coming off of the pandemic, you know, two years of a total upheaval in workflow, in how we do our work, in working remotely. I mean, gosh, employers have had to pivot so many times yes. and employees have a whole different outlook on their jobs and what they want to do and, and what brings them fulfillment. So I'm just curious, can you share a little bit about the impact of the pandemic on the work that you do? Sure. Um, you know, it's, Initially, I was affected by the pandemic uh, physically, of course. I had a, an office space that I gave up and, you know, did every, started doing everything remotely through Zoom and, and phone. And, um, you know, that has actually been fine. I was a little worried about that to begin with. I thought I might lose clients, but it's actually not been a deterrent. Um, but the bigger thing that has happened uh, since the pandemic, and it's really happened for me, uh, you know, for people, I've just been a part of it, is, you know, how much um, people have changed in the last two years in regard to their jobs. Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily want to piecemeal two or three part-time jobs together anymore to try and make ends meet. Um, and really the pandemic um, 
really illustrated how companies feel about their employees. And I think some employees were very grateful for that. And, you know, the, the whole hybrid schedule came into place and some really, um, you know, not necessarily resentful, but, you know, um, got a little bit angry about how they felt that they were being treated or not being valued at their company. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, last year, April of last year has been, uh, dubbed the, the the great resignation uh you know everyone's leaving their job left right and center right and so there is a you know a huge uh, talent migration happening uh and those employees who are staying in companies or who are finding new jobs still need that help still need the help with you know confidence and um, making sure that the team is gelling and, uh, you know, taking out the head trash, as we said. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are a lot of things at play already that kind of set up the scene for me to be able to come into companies and say, hey, I, you know, you've seen the need that your employees have. How can, you know, I can help you with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And because it, I know firsthand in terms of just trying to uh, work with, you know, certain businesses that they're completely crippled, you know, with mm-hmm. just this whole deficit of resources. So it's created a really uh, unique, hopefully yes. passing <laughs> uh, reality. And we're soon going to be back to, you know, happy employees. Uh, employers with full, you know, staff and and that kind of thing. So I can imagine that the work that you do has really played an integral role for for employers. So, yes. well, Angela, how how do you work with employers who want their employees to finally feel more confident, excited, and fulfilled about their work life? Can you share a little bit more about your philosophy or your approach? Sure. So. Um, you know, typically uh, an employer will be aware of, you know, what's going on with someone on their team. Um, they want to keep that person. So it's not just, um, can you come in and talk to this person and help them do their job better? It's, you know, we really value this person and we want to keep them on staff. We want to keep our best people, but, you know, they've been through this big thing in the last two years and, uh, you know, their personal lives have been affected as well and they need a little bit of help. Um, You know, they need a little bit of help with, uh, confidence and with um, focus and, you know, maybe they have limiting beliefs or imposter syndrome, you know, they're, they're probably dealing with a lot of the same things that the rest of us are. Mm-hmm. So when I come in, I, you know, normalize things for people and say, you know, what you're feeling right now is completely normal. It's not fun, but here's how your brain works. And here's why you're feeling so anxious right now. And, you know, here are some of the things that we can do to help you feel better and help you um, be more productive in your work. And once they realize, okay, I'm not the only one feeling this way. And there really is help out there. Someone really can you know, kind of help walk me through this and, um, 
make things better, there's a big relief typically. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I can imagine. Right. Just, just in acknowledging and then providing some, you know, some a new perspective, a new mindset, some techniques, tools. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. It really, mm-hmm. really boost that feeling of confidence. So yeah, I love that. Well, how can listeners learn more about you and this, this great work that you're doing? They can visit my website and okay. it is resetyourhappy.com. Okay. Um, that's R-E-S-E-T-Y-O-U-R-H-A-P-P-Y.com. Resetyourhappy.com. Fantastic. I love that URL. All right. Resetyourhappy.com. Are you active on any of the social platforms? I am. I am also on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. Um, I am on Instagram. Um, you can pretty much find me on just about any social uh, uh-huh. network right now, with the exception okay. of TikTok. I have not ah. ventured there yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram uh, are the main and, and I'll, uh, notice in the show notes, you'll find the, um, hyperlinks to her social platforms, uh, listed there as well. So, well, Angela, you have already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here during our conversation. Uh, but if I could tap on you one last time, uh, in looking at your own experience and building your business, What's some advice that you can share with, say, a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to have started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed? I would say, um, first off, don't be scared of marketing. (laughs) Um, And I know that's easy for me to say because of my background, but that I hear that a lot from fellow coaches that I just don't know how to get myself out there. I'm scared of marketing. I don't know how to do it. I don't know what resources are there. And so, you know, don't be afraid of marketing. And the other thing is there are so many resources out there for people, Um, small business administration resources, LinkedIn resources, Uh, marketing resources. So, you know, as a newfound entrepreneur, it's not like you're, you know, starting from zero. There are so many support. There are so many resources out there to support you and Mm -hmm. um, you can do it. Right. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's awesome. And don't be afraid of marketing. (laughs) Yeah. That's easier said than done for a lot of people, but yeah, just jump in. So, and I could say the same about sales, right? (laughs) Right. Don't be afraid of selling. (laughs) Well, Angela, it's just been so great hearing about your journey from, you know, your very successful backgrounds within the corporate world, within marketing and communication, where you were making a big difference for another company you know, another business, another company to now this, you know, impactful work you're doing as a career coach, helping employers and employees to, you know, really up level their confidence, their focus and their productivity so that they can enjoy their life, enjoy their work more and be more successful. So I've, I've really enjoyed our conversation. And I want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Thank you so much for having me, Wendy. It's been a pleasure. Yes. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Angela Jordan through her website and social platforms. 
Her website is resetyourhappy.com. And uh, she's also active on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. All right. Well, for all our listeners, remember, when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high-paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling, where you've fully supported your potential client's decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Angela Jordan. And as always, here's to your success.